Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of AOR Scrambled. Please excuse my voice, I am recovering from a cold. I'm on the last legs of it. It's not very fun. <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, I think today we're going to talk about what happened at my house last weekend. Stay tuned to see what happened, I guess. So what happened was I had a bunch of friends over and we played One Night Ultimate Werewolf. <laughs> I know the music and how I was talking. Something bad happened? No. Uh, it's a fun game. And it is a little spooky and spoopy if you want to make it like that. But it's, I don't know, the game is really interesting. It's a party game, obviously. And the creators actually have a bunch of different versions. One Night Ultimate Werewolf, Ultimate Daybreak, Ultimate Vampire, Ultimate Alien, Super Villains. There's several different versions. And technically, if you want to be like that, the game is free if you download the app. There is an app on the Play Store that if you download it, you can... Oh, that I didn't realize that there was sound on. Uh, you can flip through the different... Okay, hold on. Let me... <laughs> instead of rambling and getting off track, let's talk about how you play the game. You have up to four to five people at the table, and you all have a card in front of you, which has your role on it. You all go to sleep for the night, so you close your eyes, and there is a narrator or narration that reads through what happens in the night. Each role has something, well, not each role, but most of the roles have something that they can do during the night. Like, if you're a werewolf, if your card says that you're a werewolf, you open your eyes and you acknowledge each other. If there is another werewolf, there's at least two cards for the werewolf. So there's either one, zero, or two. And then, after that, you close your eyes. Next up, there's a minion who is technically on your side. The minion will open their eyes, and the werewolves put up their thumbs. And then, goes back to normal. But then there's the robber, if I remember correctly, he can... He takes his card, and he switches it with someone else's. And it's... It's all, there's cards are switching and moving around, and nobody knows who is who. But then at the end of the night, you all open your eyes, and you talk about it, and you assume that someone else is a werewolf, and you discuss, and it's pretty much a witch hunt, but for a werewolf. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, 
however long you guys want to fight it out or talk about it or discuss, each person has a vote. And each, you vote for who you think the werewolf is. Whoever gets the most, the most uh, votes is quote unquote killed. So they reach forward and they flip over their card. If they were a villager, the villagers lose and the werewolf, if there is one, wins. If they're a werewolf, the villagers win. It's, it would be amazing if you were drinking. And it, it, it was a lot of fun. I, we didn't play with the app when we played but next time we are definitely going to play with the app because we kept having to have one person sit out so that they could narrate. And then, but the app is really fun because you select what cards are in play because you can have up to 16 people playing. And then once you do that, once you have all of 16, all, all, what, however many cards are in play, we just did all of them. So then nobody knew who was in the game. But once you select all of the characters that are on the table, on the app, you click the play button. Everyone, close your eyes. Werewolves, wake up. If there is only one werewolf, you may look at a card from the center. It reads through the narration for you, and it has a pause timer so that you can go through your actions, and then it has a little spooky music it can play in the background. But I think we're definitely going to use the app next time we play it so that everyone can get a chance to play. It's And it, the app has all of the roles for all of the games. And apparently you can mix them all in and play both of them at once, and it's it's interesting, <laughs> just to, to say the least. I can imagine having a table full of, like, what, 30 people, and you've got Werewolf, Daybreak, and Vampire all on the table. And a couple people are werewolves, a couple people are vampires, and nobody knows who is who, and you're all pointing fingers, and you're all assuming things, and it's crazy, and that would be a lot of fun and I just figured I would share the experience and share how well the game went it's an older game I don't know how long ago it came out it's been quite a while hold on maybe you might hear some clicking let's see does it say when this one came out um it does not say the release date I guess I could look it up that's reviews from 2023, 2022. Let's see. Let's see, let's see. Hold on. Clicking through some things real quick. Release date. One Night Ultimate Werewolf release date. Let's see. Uh, when did Ultimate Werewolf come out? 2008 wow i was just finishing up high school i didn't realize it was it had been around for that long that's awesome it is a really fun game though 
my other half, he had played a basic version of it that they didn't have the set or whatever, but they had played it in the past. And he loved it, and I loved it. it I don't know. We, this is the first time we actually fully played it with people. We've had it for a few years. And I do not regret playing it. And we might play it again this weekend because it was so much freaking fun. Sitting down and... I'm going to be drinking this time if we play it. <laughs> because, I mean, looking across the table, you're acting a little bit sus. I, you got a little wicked grin on your face right now. Or after a couple of rounds, you you know, last time you were talking a lot. And this time you're real quiet. And last time, no. Yeah, no. I think you're the werewolf. That, nope, yep, you're the werewolf. <laughs> But here's the fun thing. There's even a character, I think it's named the Tanner. The description for him is if he is on the board and you are the Tanner and you get killed, you actually win. Even though you're a villager, you win because the Tanner hates his job that much. He wants to die. So he might pretend to be the werewolf so that he can be killed and then he can win. <laughs> that actually happened to me. I was the Tanner the one time, and I was prancing about pretending that I was the werewolf, and I was like, yeah, I'm the werewolf. I killed them all. Yeah, it was me. Just kill me. Please. Just just kill me. Because everybody had forgotten that the Tanner was a thing, and that the Tanner wins if you kill him. I don't know. It was... <laughs> oh, and there's another card. That's uh, the Hunter if the hunter gets killed, whoever he voted for also gets killed. Because he's the hunter. He's pointing a gun. And when you shoot him, or when you kill him, his gun goes off or whatever. I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's It was a really fun game, and I can't wait to play it again. another game that we might play this weekend that we got just the other day i can't remember how long it's been a week or so it's called happy little dinosaurs it's from the same people that brought you exploding kittens and stuff like that unstable games i think is the name of the company it's the artwork is just too cute i got it because my other half is obsessed with dinosaurs and one of the cards is like a, a sad t-rex <laughs> What is it called? Uh, Nervous Rex. But you start with a... I think it's only a four-player game. Yeah, it's only four players. <clears throat> There's a little Candyland-type pathway on your on each person's card. And you, you have a disaster every single time. But if you have a card in your hand that lets you... I don't know, get, get through the disaster, you get more steps along the way, and if you get to the end of your path, then you survive, and you're the winner. I don't know, it's it's an interesting looking game. There's a lot of rules to it, and there's a lot of little cards, 
but the artwork is just too cute, and I know everybody loves exploding kittens. So I figured we might try that one. What we normally do, we normally play Dungeons and Dragons, but last weekend we weren't really feeling it. And this weekend, I don't know if we'll be feeling it again. Actually, here the last couple of weeks, we've actually not been playing actual tabletop games. We've just been playing card games. Uh, Cards Against Humanity is our normal go-to. Uh, I've only got the base box and the absurd box. And I think the gay pack is mixed in there, too. I've also got Cards Against Star Wars, Cards Against Disney, and Cards Against Muggles, but... Those, you need to be a Disney fan, Star Wars fan, or a Harry Potter fan. And some of our friends don't know much about Harry Potter or don't know much about Star Wars. And we haven't really touched the Disney one yet. I've also got the small little Star... No, not Star Trek. Uh, what's it called? South Park. Why did I think Star Trek? No, South Park box. It's small. It's not really... I don't know, there's not much in it, and you definitely have to know the game, the the show, to know that game. But we normally just play with the basic box and the absurd box, and I think because we've played it so many times recently that it's starting to get a little old, that we're seeing the same cards and we're seeing them often and so many times, and it's just, okay, yeah... I remember that one. Haha, ha, it's funny, it's funny. Oh, you thought of using that card in a different way than we always use it. Oh, that's a little funny. <laughs> it starts to get a little repetitive, so... That's why we picked up One Night Ultimate Werewolf last week. There's also... I don't know, if you've got a dark sense of humor like myself and my other half... I don't know if you've ever seen the comics... Cyanide and Happiness. I love that comic series. They are dark, they are gritty, and they are disturbing sometimes. But they're, they have a card game called Joking Hazard. And there's three cards. Each person puts down two in response to their the one that gets drawn. There's a middle panel, and then you have to come up with the first and second panel. The first and third panel. So the opening line and the punchline. And you all have small little uh, little panel that has their usual comics. And it's, it's interesting. I don't know. It's, you, you can come up with some interesting combos. It's a harder one to play because it's more nuanced. And I don't know. It's an interesting one. We would normally play, we could play <laughs> Risk. We have two different kinds of Risk. I think we've got Star Wars, and I think we've got, no, we've got Lord of the Rings, and we've got regular Risk. And then we also have Game of Thrones, Monopoly, and something else. But the uh, <laughs> we can't really play either of those because my other half gets really competitive with games like that especially risk because he is a strategist and he is a strategy freak i remember the one time we were playing and i started to win 
and he kind of left the room and didn't come back. <laughs> so my friends all left. <laughs> he can get really competitive, especially when it's a game like that. We don't have a copy of Mario Party or Mario Kart in this home for that exact reason. But we do, we sometimes will play Clue. That's a good game that we play sometimes for basic board game night. And then there's another one that I, I kickstarted it. I can't remember who it's by. I think it was a Korean or a, was it a Korean or a Japanese company? I can't remember. But the premise is that you've all gotten lost in the woods. You are, it's called Victim. Because you are all victims of circumstance. And there's a plane crash in the area. You have to, you, each person has a little card in front of them and you have stats. And you, it, what stat you have, like you have a speed of three. Means you get to roll 3d6 for how many moves you can make. But there are only a one and a two on there. A couple different times and then the other two spots are blank so you might not be able to move at all and there's intelligence and like when you get to a a certain one like a code thing you can try to hack it with your intelligence and if you hack it you get a number if you hack it again you get two equation pieces so like plus minus divided and multipl multiplied and once somebody finds the safe bunker you have to input the code like you have you have to have this number plus this number equals this number or like you know what i mean you have to find a way to make the equation work <clears throat> with the numbers that you have to unlock the bunker and then everybody has to get to the bunker to get out. What I didn't say is a couple rounds in, one of you transforms into a monster. And that monster has abilities that they can hunt every one of the victims and they can kill the victims. You have to hurt them twice first and then you can kill them. But if the hunter, if the villain, monster, however you want to put it, gets all of the survivors, then they win. If the survivors get to the bunker, then they win. They have a second one that was Victim Asylum, where you're in like this rundown building that's... Uh, and it's tiered, it's like three tier, three floors instead of just a sprawling map. So you have to find the key to the stairs upstairs. You have to find the key to the stairs downstairs. And the uh, the bunker is always downstairs. And it, it, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. It's pretty fun. And I really enjoyed it. it. My friends normally enjoy it. It takes a little bit of time to set up. But it's it's really fun. Each step you take, you put down a new floor piece. And you move on to that. There's, it's a, it's kind of like the haunting at Hill House game, 
but it's not themed around the Hill House franchise. I don't know. It's really fun. Each person has different stats and different, um, different abilities and there's trials and I don't know. It's, it's interesting. My friends really liked it. I really like it. I'm really glad that I kickstarted that one. I don't know. What do you guys do on the weekends or when you guys get with your friends? Do you play tabletop games or do you watch movies or what do you guys get down to? <laughs> Let me know. But that uh, that's going to be the end of this podcast. I know it's a shorter one than I usually do, but I don't know. It's It's, it's the topic, <laughs> tabletop, board games board game night and telling you about a couple of different games that I like. Uh, talk to you next time.